Hello, I'm Amber Lowther. I'm a journalist and I've been a fashion and beauty blogger for eight years. I started this podcast late 2018 because I wanted to chat to the people that have made it in the fashion and beauty industry, whether they started their own brand, whether they have created a career for themselves through social media, or if they just have something really cool that's really unique in this industry. These are the people behind the brands that you see when you're walking through your favorite makeup store. And these are also the people that you follow religiously on social media. And so I thought, hey, there would be other people that would love to hear from these industry professionals. So here I am with the Fashion Avenue podcast. Today, I'm chatting to Julia Torrance Hemingway, who is the director and designer of Australian contemporary fashion label Torrance. So this is whether you're looking for a fun polka dot print to brighten up your day or a sophisticated blazer for the office, trust me, you're bound to find something that you love. I wanted to talk to Julia because she's actually been to New York Fashion Week twice now. And so I thought, how does someone go from starting a label in Melbourne to showcasing at New York Fashion Week? And let me tell you, I have the answer in this episode. If you want to know how Julia went from Melbourne to showcasing at New York Fashion Week and what it was like for her, then make sure you keep on listening. Julia, thank you so much for joining me on the Fashion Avenue podcast. My pleasure. So excited to chat to you about all things Torrance. Can you please kind of tell me, I know you recently came back from showing at New York Fashion Week. You were one of the six Australian designers to work the runway with Fashion Palette. Can you tell me how this opportunity came about? Yeah, for sure. So this was actually our second time um, around at New York Fashion Week, which honestly, the first time I did it, I had to pinch myself for about 12 months after. It was so exciting. (laughs) But basically, so you're invited by Fashion Palette and then it's a process of just whether you can do it. And yeah, it is obviously, because it's a group show, it makes it a bit more accessible for up-and-coming designers, which can't afford to fork out the cost for a show by yourself. So for us, it was just sort of a really great first step into that US market, just mm-hmm. to make some connections and be in front of the buyers. And yeah, it's been a really positive, positive thing for us. It's been really good. So how many times have you been to New York Fashion Week now? So this was our second time. Awesome. To be honest, though, um, the first time we did it, we were sort of just, you know, boom, um, we wanted to do the show, but we weren't really sort of ready to start taking on America. Right. Um, but this time, it's more of a strategic approach to try and get into department stores over there and really try and push that market. Yeah. And were you were you doing it with Fashion Palette the first time? Yeah, both times it has been. And it's been um, a really good experience. Can you give um, us a bit of an idea of what Fashion Palette actually is and what it does for you as a brand? Uh, yeah. So Fashion Palette, um, it's a company run by um, a lady called Sonia, who's based in Sydney, I believe. Um, she's been doing it for ages, but it's just a really, so it's always a group of Australian brands. Um, and obviously, because everyone sort of shares the cost, it makes it really accessible to be able to do New York Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's a really good way to sort of go into the US with like a whole group of Australian brands that are emerging and just sort of have that nice Australian appeal on a show. Great. So she is. So would you say Fashion Palette is kind of the middleman between a, a, you know an Australian label to getting into the American market? Definitely. I think it's a really good first step, um, yeah. and then obviously you can look at doing your own show down the track. Yeah, great. And can you tell me about the show and uh, what designs you were showcasing there? Uh, so this year, um, it's spring 20. So um, 
obviously they're always on a different season to us, Northern mm-hmm. Hemisphere, Southern Hemisphere, which makes it very confusing and daunting almost for um, <laughs> anyone in Australia focusing on overseas. It means more ranges, um, different seasons. It's um, all a bit complicated. Yeah. Um, but it was spring, summer, so a lot of bright colours, summery materials, so a lot of linen, silk linen blends. Yeah, fun summer. I love summer. It's a great collection. Oh, I, I love anything summer. Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very much into yeah anything summer myself. So I always get really excited to see what brands are doing and what's popping up for summer. I just, I love summer. I just love everything about the clothes. I just think it's so fun and fresh, yeah. if you will. So I agree. It's definitely a range. Um, I really enjoy designing because yeah. it's um, a bit more vibrant, poppy colors, and yeah. yeah and everyone gets fun. excited around this time of year as well. You know, coming into summer, we're always like, oh my god, yes, the days are longer. You know, the fashion's a bit more colorful. It's really exciting. Exactly. We step outside of our black uniform. <laughs> yes. In Melbourne, it's just black on black. So yeah. yeah it's funny, you, you would think I live in Melbourne the way I dress in winter. I just, I'm always wearing, you know, black and, you know, I'm I'm a wimp when it comes to the cold. I'm always freezing, even though I live in sunny Brisbane. I just, I just can't stand it. And black's just so easy, I must admit. I shouldn't, because oh, yeah. I'm a designer, I should embrace all colours. Yeah, black is definitely <laughs> my go-to. So anything that's in bright pink will also be in black. <laughs> yes, amazing. And can I ask, how does one go from starting a label to actually, making their way to New York Fashion Week. So I guess, what was the journey like for you from, you know, starting Torrance and then going into um, and working with Fashion Palette to get your designs on the runway at New York Fashion Week? Um, It was definitely a long and hard road. Um, (laughs) I definitely didn't take the easy path, I don't think. So yeah, it was about five years ago, four four or five years ago that I set up Torrance, but I literally went in with no financial backing. So I was gone from a nice corporate job where I was earning a good salary to no money. Um, Wow actually working nights to pay for the business and then anything I was earning was just pumped into the business. So we, for a very long time, it was it was really, really hard. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not that glamorous fashion world people think it is. Yeah, eventually we started to grow and yeah, sort of the snowball effect from there. So yeah. That's awesome. And I guess what is the preparation like uh, leading up to something like New York Fashion Week? Is it just chaos? It's absolute chaos. <laughs> um, this, this year was especially chaos just because we're so busy in Australia as well so it's just being out of the office for two weeks was even a nightmare but um, yeah. yeah it was absolute chaos and backstage was probably the most chaotic hour I've ever had in my life. Really? <laughs> oh my gosh you would have just been running around like a headless chicken I imagine. <laughs> I, everyone was there was clothes flying models screaming so <laughs> it was an interesting, interesting experience. Oh my god and with all that preparation all that madness during showtime how do you unwind after after such a big show like that? Um, you don't. <laughs> uh, basically, <laughs> yeah, after the show, we had back-to-back meetings set up and then I've come back and designing an entire collection. So, unfortunately, at this time of year, there's just like no stopping. No rewinding. We had oh a few goodness. drinks, that's for sure. Oh, <laughs> well-deserved drinks. Yeah, and then it was straight back to it. So, oh yeah. Never stops. Fashion never stops, no, does it? No, it really doesn't. You were recently a part of Melbourne Fashion Week as well. So, what's it like being able to show somewhere local compared to a big international fashion week? It's good. We um, love being on the platform in Australia. Um, mm-hmm. That was our first time actually participating in the main show at Melbourne Fashion Week. And yeah, we always love it. It's such a, a great show and it's really well organised and um, I love all their styling. So 
Yeah, it's always really good showing in your home territory. How did you get to show at Melbourne Fashion Week? What was the process there? Um, so we were just invited, which is lovely. Um, there is a process that I where you can apply, but um, yeah, this time around it was just invite, which was lovely. That's not a I bad thing to get. So yeah, it's funny. I think I was more excited about Melbourne Fashion Week than New York just because it was our first. So yes, <laughs> I was. Um, I got the news when I was in Bali. And I definitely had a few drinks to celebrate. <laughs> so it was nice. Lovely. And and also, are you from, actually from, like, born and bred Melbourne? Yes and no. Born and bred Melbourne, but then moved country. Um, we had, yeah, I was a horse rider. Basically, yeah, a majority until I was about 18. All I wanted to do was go to the Olympics riding horses. So I definitely had a career change. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, and then moved coastal and then back to Melbourne. Wow. I oh, my yeah. goodness. Wow, you've had an interesting career. <laughs> yeah, definitely um, was all over. Oh, my God. <laughs> Definitely a career change there. I guess living in Melbourne, it, it would be so flattering for you to actually get invited to somewhere where you actually live. Yeah, definitely. It was... um. Definitely an easier show to get to than New York. But <laughs> New York is pretty exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. And so I want to talk about uh, your new collection as well um, that you were showcasing. So this collection features, you know, polka dots, linen, stripes, buttons, gingham and more. So can you tell me about this specific collection and why you chose to incorporate these prints and features? Yeah, definitely. So we always sort of plan our ranges around what's happening in Melbourne. So obviously this was a southern hemisphere range. Right. Um, so we start off quite neutral and then um, as you come into spring racing, it's all about the um, brighter colours, obviously black and white for Derby Day. So you really yeah. sort of plan around um, what people are going to be wearing. Um, mm-hmm. But also I just love a loud print or something that's a bit special and eye-catching. So we're always trying to do something. Um, so our customer, basically, I really want anyone that wears our stuff to be walking down the street and get a random compliment. So we always try and do something that's a little bit eye-catching. Yes, um, I love it. Yeah, I was looking at just, I've just been kind of stalking Torrance because I've been following <laughs> Torrance for, for quite a while now. But um, I had a, a another peek at just your new collection I'm like oh my god I'm loving all these dresses so cute and I'm and then and then when I looked I think it was early in the year when you brought out the kind of pink leather skirts oh my god when I first saw that I was like that is up my alley because I will wear anything pink I'm like a little Barbie I just love it Uh, it's so funny you say that because literally as I said I'm like usually my black uniform but all of a sudden pink is just my favorite yes oh my god we definitely have a lot of pink featuring recently in the Rangers, which is good. Yes, that's so exciting for me. I see pink and I'm like a meerkat. I just pop up and I'm like, oh my God, it's pink. So yeah, yeah. take my money I'm, pretty much. <laughs> I'm totally hearing you on that one. Especially <laughs> baby pink leather. That's my oh my God. <laughs> Baby pink leather, I can't. That is beautiful. And anything baby pink. Like my, back in, you know, year 12, my formal dress was pink. Like I'm just, I've just always loved anything baby pink and pink. I'm just such a, a massive fan. <laughs> oh, gorgeous. Well, I think the entire of Australia is because anything pink just seems to start straight away. So yes. there'll be lots of pink going forward. <laughs> 100%. And can I ask, how did, I guess, New York Fashion Week and kind of the American market receive this collection? Really positive. We had the most amazing, trip um, in the US, especially not only the feedback from Fashion Week, but also the meetings we had. So yeah, I feel like we are very suited to the American market there. 
they're quite brave. Feedback was really, really good. So I've come back very excited. That's awesome. Are you stopped anywhere yeah. in the US yet? Um, no, but we are talking to um, a few of the big players. So Ooh, very hopefully nice. um, yes, lots of amazing. exciting things happening. Yes, of course. <laughs> and Torrance is also uh, stopped in Maya here in Australia. So can I ask what it was like for you to be picked up by such a big department store like Maya? Yeah, it was an absolute dream. So obviously in Australia there's only the two big big players. Yeah, it was always a dream to get us in there. And then when we were, it was just literally I was going in every week and just talking to all the different stores and just seeing our little texture and how it looks. So yeah, um, it still hasn't worn off the excitement. And they've been amazing. It's sort of just like raising our profile, um, yes. really supportive of the brand. So yeah, it's been, um, it's been really good. We're just coming into our third season now, I think. That's yeah, amazing. Stopping the yeah. And is it right to say that you're only stocked in, is it kind of the, I guess, store-wise in Sydney and Melbourne, but you are actually also online? Uh, Sydney, Melbourne, Chadston and online. So right. uh, basically flagships and then I think that's one extra. But I feel that's a better approach. Um, I prefer to be in the, the big door as opposed to just as many stores as possible. So yeah, exactly. We're happy with that. Yeah, more mm. more eyes on the on the label. <laughs> yeah, and just you want to be in the stores where the customer's going to appreciate you. Yeah, 100%. So. so you've been in the fashion industry for quite some time. What were you doing prior to launching your label? Good question. Um, I worked as an account manager slash buyer sort of designer for a hosiery and lingerie business. That was actually my first job out of so I did that for five years, which was really good. I was, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then I actually moved um, over to the Middle East. Um, and over there, I was working in magazines. So a bit of a different career, but um, it was all still fashion. And it was pretty amazing, actually, the stuff we got to do over there, like Gucci shoots and crazy stuff. So um, that was really cool. But when it was, it was when I moved back. Um, literally the day I landed um, so the whole time I was over in the Middle East I was thinking I really wanted to set up my own label and it was just manifesting and manifesting and then when I got back literally the day I landed I'm like I'm doing this so yeah that's amazing so you you were working in magazines overseas that's funny because I'm I used to work in magazines as well so something else we have in common there yeah oh wow it definitely used to be the glamorous industry I think it's definitely changed now 100% Um, yeah but yeah we I definitely had a lot of fun when I was there yeah, it's a bit of fun, isn't it? <laughs> mm, yeah, especially the product rooms. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes. And can I ask, what made you take the plunge into designing for your own label? Um, I always found when I was designing for other people, I would get comments like, we love it, but it's just too out there for us. Or um, I always felt like a little bit creatively stunted and I wanted to be yeah, able to push the boundaries a little bit more, also use the materials I wanted to use. So basically having your own label you are able to use quality materials which is something we stand for we're um, against fast fashion so we try and make a product that's going to last you for a lifetime so Mm -hmm. just being able to use materials I wanted to and then also go a bit crazy with designing um, and doing those standout pieces that people like wow (laughs) the really head turners Um, yes yeah, that's sort of what made me really want to do it. Yeah, great. And what was your educational background and have you used those skills in what you're doing now? Um, so my education, I always wanted to be a buyer. So that was my dream career. So I actually studied a Bachelor of Business with Marketing Element 
to get into that, right. which is what I did. But then when I sort of was in the industry, I started falling in love with the product and the design aspects. So that's sort of how I transitioned over to setting up my own label. Amazing. It's, it's always good when you have those skills that can be like transferred into, you know, different different jobs and different things that you're doing because while business is so broad, it can be, you know, those skills can be applied to so many different things. Well, exactly. Uh, obviously, I have to deal with all the business elements too and that's actually a part I really do enjoy, business and marketing. So oh, um, I would say the core um, skills from uni have definitely come through but um, it's obviously a very changing world, especially with marketing. So oh, totally. <laughs> Move with the times. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's always changing, isn't it? Well, marketing, yeah, definitely. It's um, kind of even begin to tell you how much it's changed since I was at uni. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely was an influence back then or Instagram. Oh, or my God. I know. Crazy, isn't it? Mm. And what skills do you think are necessary for a fashion designer to have? Um, it's always good to have a bit of a technical element. That's something I didn't learn at uni, but I learnt on the job. So I felt very confident dealing with... And I also used to be very hands-on with factories. So I think... um Obviously, you need some creative side to you to be a designer, whether you're going to sketch or use a computer. But it's, yeah, it's such a broad, broad category as yeah. to what part of a designer you are. But, um, yeah, I think just a mix of all the skills. Yeah. And what advice, I guess, can you give listeners who are looking for a career in fashion design, whether that's familiarizing themselves with certain software or fabrics or, you know, looking into manufacturing? Um, I just think if you want to do something, do it. Um, you will make it happen even if you don't have that background. Ask for an internship, just get a foot in the door. A lot of, I feel, fashion design can be taught on the job. So it's just a matter of if you want to do something, just do it. Don't let anything get in your way. Yes, good advice. So true. And that's with anything, you know. I think people can get really disheartened or, you know, they think, oh, the market's too, you know, too big, but that doesn't mean that you won't succeed, I think. Yeah, well, you've just, you've got to, it's funny when I went to a networking event in New York and that was like one of the key things we all got out of it was um, persistence. <laughs> if you yes. want to do something, just persist. That's no it. matter how hard it gets, and um, you'll get there eventually. So exactly. it's not always an easy road. Yes, exactly. And what's been your biggest achievement with the label, would you say? Oh, good question. Um, not going down has been one. <laughs> We've had a pass that first year. Um, no. I would say Myra's definitely been huge for us. That was a goal I always wanted to achieve. Yeah. Um, so that was a big one. And then obviously New York. Yes. Of so, course. yeah, we've ticked off them. And now there's a lot of other goals on the list. But, um, yeah, great. So fun, yeah. That's my biggest achievement. Lovely. We're really happy with. Yes, amazing. And what's the next big move for Torrance and what can we expect to see in the next year? Oh, good question. Um, so the next year, we're obviously really just focusing on building our profile in Australia. Um, and just really getting a good base here. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also are really focusing overseas. So, yeah, hoping to have a bit of global expansion by next season. Um, we've already stopped in Asia, which is good. Um, definitely looking at the US and the UK for the coming year. So, awesome. yeah, things crossed. And any more international fashion shows, do you think? Definitely. I'm not sure which one, but there will definitely be oh, something. Watch this space, I guess. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And uh, where can we get our hands on Torrance pieces? So in Australia, your best option would be either Maya. Um, we also have a flagship store on High Street Armadale in Melbourne. Obviously, our online store. And then Iconic would be your next best option in Australia. Great. Love the Iconic. And uh, I wanted to end things on just a few random questions for you, if I can. 
great. I love random questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, number one, if you had to change careers right this second, what would you do? Oh, I'd be a housewife. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what I'll go with. (laughs) That is so funny. Do you watch like The Real Housewives, any of those shows? You know what? I don't, but I have seen enough clips to (laughs) know it. And actually, we have friends and fellows and they're great in real stuff. So that's amazing. We love housewives. (laughs) Oh my God. Amazing. I love it. That's so funny. And uh, number two, would you rather get a paper cut between your fingers every time you touch? paper or would you rather bite your tongue every time you eat something? Oh gosh, that's a horrible thought. <laughs> um, oh, I think my tongue. Really? Touch is so painful, yeah. Oh my god, I don't know what I would choose. I, like biting your tongue really hurts too. Yeah, that's a horrible question. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine yeah. if that happened though, oh my god. You wouldn't really wish it on your worst enemy for either of them, but um, <laughs> yeah, we'll go with the tongue. Yeah, good one, good one. And do you prefer stripes or polka dots? And I know this one could be a bit hard for you since you have both in your collection. Yeah, that's really tough. <laughs> um, oh, I think I'm going to go with polka dots just because they are, well, they're both timeless, but I think polka dots are a bit more bold out there. Yeah, cute. Stand out a bit more. Yeah, they do. They're so cute. I love polka dots. It's just so sweet. I just love wearing them. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't say like my normal dress sense is sweet, but I'm really embracing those polka dots season show yeah yeah one shoulder polka dot so cute i love it and you've done them really well so good on you for doing that it's really cool i love it thank you very nice of you oh no worries at all amazing well julia you've been amazing thank you so much for chatting to me about the label and all things new york fashion week it's been great having you on my absolute pleasure thank you for having us no worries bye bye